It would bring me great joy to see Lamar Jackson have a great run in these playoffs. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson has to at least make it to the AFC Championship game and win or lose. Just have a great showing. Just have a great showing Lamar Jackson in these playoffs. That's what I'm hoping to see. Episode 239, top of the top, episode 239, Stash House Podcast, your boy Tyler checking in, first time listeners, thank y'all for tuning in, if you tune in weekly, salute, and there's just an episode, so some topics you may want to hear about, salute to you as well, podcast available on all podcast streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you prefer to listen or watch podcasts, you will find Stash House Podcast available hope everyone had a safe new year safe christmas all that hope this year bring you much success many blessings all that man y'all stay safe be away your surroundings things i say week by week it's the little things we take for granted you know what i'm saying you got to keep reiterating that the last bit of the last year man 2023 i did come down with a cold so i've been down with that for the past week or so but i'm back Back to doing this podcast, giving y'all content week by week. Y'all enjoy, hopefully. And yeah, like I said, to start this off, man, hope this year bring you many success, much love, much blessings, and just all around, man, toast to a new year. As you heard at the beginning of the podcast, I do have a soundboard now. So let's shut that out. I do have a soundboard now. I know for the past years or so, I come on, you want to say dry, nonchalant, chill every now and then it's topics i enjoy talking about a lot and i think that shows by my tone and excitement about it but the soundboard will be here for purposes i do got a trapaholics <laughs> i do got a trapaholics tag in the cut some gunshots in the cut but those are for special occasions only and yeah i'm looking forward to you know what I'm saying having fun with this soundboard seeing all the great sound effects and you know, since bringing a better experience both visually and audio-wise to y'all this year. But, yeah, let's get right into it, man. Topics this week, we into the football world, college football playoffs, NFL playoffs around the corner. So let's start with college first. We do have our national championship game set, Washington versus Michigan. I am recording this before kickoff of that game. If I had to make a prediction, being an Ohio State fan, I do hope Washington take it. And I'm not one of these people to say, well, if my school, my team don't make it, well, then if our rival or our conference member has a chance to bring it home for the conference, nah, especially not this situation, nah. The story is still, though, Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan season. I will say that is the story. If he can cap this undefeated season off, it will be a great look for Michigan, but I am hoping Michael Penis Jr. takes it home for uh, Washington. We shall see. But back to what I was talking about saying the story is still Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan season. This is Jim Harbaugh, what, ninth season now in Michigan? I'm sure fans would have hoped to get to a national championship game before this. Last season, you got embarrassed by TCU. This season, to start off with, Harbaugh gets suspended for the first three games. You still go undefeated. You still go undefeated. Comes back. You still remain one of the favorites to take it home. The end of the season, he gets suspended for another three games. 
you still go undefeated, still defeated Ohio State for the third straight season, make it to the Big Ten Conference, he comes back, y'all make it to the playoffs, number one seed. Now the Rose Bowl, you got Alabama. People automatically write you off. Oh, it's Alabama. It's Nick Saban. You get over that hump. You get one monkey off your back. Now, national championship game. To where now is whether you win or lose, it's questions now of Harbaugh's career at Michigan. Will he stay? Will he leave for the NFL again? A lot of questions still to be left in the world of Michigan. Going back, Alabama game, semifinals, Rose Bowl. They did take the victory in overtime, 27-20. Very entertaining game. Very entertaining game made up for the lackluster bowl season it's been in college football. I want to talk about that as well. Overall, great game, though. Both teams made mistakes. Both teams made plays when it was time to make plays. But at the end, Michigan did come out with the victory in overtime. And as a person who stays in Alabama, yes, I can confirm, when Milrow made that play at the end of the game, you did feel the ground shake a little bit. Because even now watching it, I was with AJ, his brother Jalen, we were watching the game. Even when that play happened, right when it happened, I said, what the fuck was that? Because not only was it overtime, there were numerous timeouts called before this play happened. And just everybody saying, damn, that's what – even if the snap – because the snap was bad all game. You let Alabama's fit, Alabama fans tell you, the center has been bad in terms of snaps all season. So even if the snap was good, if you was going with a quarterback sneak, I was thinking more of the Tim Tebow play where you act like you're going to sneak it, then you pull back, you got some, a tight end or a lineman open. I was thinking that was, you know, if it would have went clean rather than straight down the middle of quarterback sneak. You could see the emotions on Miro face at the end. Michigan fans, Michigan players, of course, coaching staff, they happy. Now it's time to see what they do against Washington. Washington got the victory over Texas at the Sugar Bowl, 37-31. to 31. Another great game. I did tune out after the first half because, one, just coming off that roller coaster ride of the Michigan-Alabama game, they had a lot to live up to. And for me personally, I was watching Raw day one. The Rock came back. Talk about that more down the line in terms of Royal Rumble when that comes. But I was balancing a lot in terms of the Texas Washington game, but I made it to the first I made it through the first half. They did get the victory though. Penis Jr. had a great game. 29 for 38. 430 yards, two touchdowns. Receiver stepped up as well. I would like to see Penis bring it home. Especially like I said, I'm an Ohio State fan, so I really can't root for Michigan to win it. But we'll see how it goes. But the main story is still Harbaugh's future at Michigan, win or lose. So we'll see how it goes. Speaking of my Buckeyes, <laughs> speaking of my Buckeyes, Ohio State, we took the L in the Cotton Bowl against Missouri, 14-3, in one of the worst college football games I've seen in a while in terms of just being a snooze fest and definitely, definitely one of the worst Ohio State games I had to witness. Devin Brown, he didn't show he was prepared. Ryan Day, coaching staff, defense, defense did what they needed to do. Defense was there. Defense knew a game was happening. Offense, we just looked clunky, clunky, never really got going. Travion Henderson did all he could for the time. But goes back to what I want to talk about now in terms of college football. We had players opt out. I'm not really upset at the opt out because you're going to the NFL draft in terms of like Marvin Harrison Jr. Like that, I was – being the way the season went, Kyle McCord gone, I'm a top five pick. Definitely top uh, right receiver in the draft. 
I'm going to sit out. I've always been cool with that. But now we're dealing with this issue of the transfer portal. Transfer portal, I think they pulled the trigger on it a little bit too quick in terms of transfer portal and the NIL situation. They need some type of regulation in terms of college football. You saw Kirby Smart speak about that as well after they just slaughtered Florida State 63-3. to I wish I would have spent more time talking about Georgia not getting into the playoffs rather than Florida State. Even though I feel like both teams should have been in, I think last episode I spent more time talking about why Florida State wasn't in rather than Georgia. That was a statement win, but Kirby Smart said, man, they got to regulate this. You got guys like Kirby Smart, Nick Saban, uh, Dabo Sweeney doesn't even involve himself at the time being with the transfer portal. You know what I'm saying? Like in NFL, we know we got Roger Goodell. NBA, we know we got Adam Silver. Wrestling, we knew we had Vince McMahon, Triple H, Tony Khan. But in college football, outside of the college football playoff committee, which, you know, some players, analysts will say, you know, I'm a voter, but we really don't know who makes the final decision. Big Ten got their conference leader, conference president, ACC, SEC, Pac-12, but that's spread it throughout the world. There's not one person, even a group really, I feel like, the playoff committee, you can have arguments and just be a well, yay or nay. We don't have nobody to put the final, you know what I'm saying, say-so in terms of college football. And I think it's showing now. But at the same time, with the transfer portal, you say, yo, you need like a deadline, but it's still college. These students got to get their transcripts in <laughs> to another school in a certain amount of time. So, yeah, if I got to say I'm transferring before the bowl game, I got to do it. But I'm not sure how the all that process works out in terms of football players in college. And it's a lot going on now. And it's just college football. Like I always say, that's just college football. Yes, we've seen players transfer, do great. Joe Burrow, Cam Newton. We've seen it. Caleb Williams went over to USC. Bo Nitz left Auburn. You know what I'm saying? Justin Fields transferred from Georgia. We've seen players transfer throughout the years. Transferring is nothing new. But the way this happened this bowl season, how Florida State, they had like 20 people, uh, 20 people out. Multiple schools had at least more than 10 to 15 players out in terms of transferring, opting out, injury, whatever the case may be. They got to regulate it quick. And in my mind, just doing the math, I would think next season with it being a 12-team format, that means less of the top teams will have transfer players. But who knows? That's yet to be seen. I'm just assuming well, if it's 12 teams next season, at least we don't got to worry about those 12 teams having transfer issues. And who knows? Who knows? We've yet to see. I haven't even seen how the scheduling would be for the playoffs yet. 12 teams. If the last week of the regular season goes to Thanksgiving, is the whole December just where we have three games for the wild card round? I've yet to see anything about that. Goes back, who got the final say-so in terms of college football? And I'm sure basketball have their issues, softball, volleyball, who knows? Something to think about. Kirby Smart spoke up about it, but it's going to take more than just one or two. All right. Next topic, last topic of this episode, NFL playoffs starting up very, very soon. Of course, this weekend, a lot of scenarios still be able to take place in terms of who's in, who's out. AOC Conference have three spots available. 
NFC Conference have two spots available. Once again, by the time y'all hear this, those will be solidified for the AFC. I would like to see the Houston Texans get in off the strength of C.J. Stroud, quarterback from Ohio State. Be the first time an Ohio State quarterback really made some noise in the NFL. If you want to count Joe Burrow, cool. But in terms of making to the playoffs, a team that's had a great season, Justin Fields, please get him out of Chicago. Bring him to Atlanta Falcons. I would love to see. I will have a reason to root for the Falcons again. I will say that if Justin Fields come, I will be very excited. But C.J. Stroud, Houston, hope he gets in. NFC, I think Tampa Bay should get in. But like I said, I'm recording before all this takes place. So we'll see how it goes. I'm really here to talk about more of the teams who already clinched. First in the AFC, Joe Flacco, Cleveland Browns, the unlikely story. Joe Flacco coming back out of nowhere, starring for the Cleveland Browns and leading them to a playoff berth. Shout out to Joe Flacco, money man, artist, had a song called 24, came out in 2020. He recently tweeted, I got to take that line out of my song. Joe Flacco been doing the thing since he's been, been starring. So shout out to Money Man, so he got to take that line. He basically called Joe Flacco overrated in that verse on the track called 24. Great song too, by the way. Check it out if you haven't already. But that's a great story. And for some reason, man, no matter what type of season they've had, when it comes to the playoffs, you just can't sleep on the Kansas City Chiefs. Last year's Super Bowl winner, they can flip that switch. I got more faith in the Kansas City Chiefs flipping a quote-unquote switch rather than the Philadelphia Eagles. They both going through, went through turmoil this whole season. They'll win games, but they don't look pretty. When they lose, they look terrible. The Kansas City Chiefs, right receivers can't catch. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, just they body language, just been horrible. Both teams from last year's Super Bowl got an uphill battle to face this playoffs. And I think the Kansas City Chiefs are more liable if any one of them were to flip the switch to at least get a victory in the playoffs, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, but we'll see how it goes. In terms of the NFC sleepers, Los Angeles Rams been flying under the radar. They made it. Uh, they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. The next season, they fell all the way off, but they quietly, quietly been having a great season so far out there in L.A. So keep your eyes out on the Los Angeles Rams as well in the uh, NFC. But my favorites. My favorites right now to make a run for a conference championship and maybe a Super Bowl as well in the AFC. At the top of my list, I got the Baltimore Ravens. It would bring me great joy to see Lamar Jackson have a great run in these playoffs. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson has to at least make it to the AFC championship game and win or lose. Just have a great showing. Just have a great showing Lamar Jackson in these playoffs. That's what I'm hoping to see. Of course, John Harbaugh, Jim's brother, he's been having the defense on lock as well. He's been there for a while. It didn't really hit me until I started seeing, like, stats and stuff. Uh, John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin out of Pittsburgh, how long they've been there. Then I'm thinking, like, damn, that's when Madden, whatever, whatever came out. You know what I'm saying? So, John Harbaugh been doing his thing out of Baltimore. He has these guys looking focused, more focused than I've seen them, even in Lamar Jackson's MVP season. Baltimore looks like they want to make a run, and I hope they do. Next team in the AFC, Miami Dolphins. They made it a full season with Tua staying healthy. But, damn, going into the playoffs, Tyreek Hill been dealing with injury issues. And it was reported last week his family had dealt with a house fire, too. So, prayers out to Tyreek Hill family. Jalen Waddle dealing with injury issues. And it was reported Friday, I believe, the running back, Mostert, is also dealing with injury issues. So, 
That's the uphill battle the Miami Dolphins got to face in these playoffs. Players staying healthy. Can they defense pull the load while the offense got to get it together in terms of injuries? We'll see how it goes. In the NFC, NFC probably my overall favorite team to probably win it all, San Francisco 49ers. They are just too loaded on offense and defense. And I never really understand the game manager uh, argument that goes on nowadays. What's wrong with being the game manager? If you're telling me I got Christian McCaffrey, I got George Kittle, I got Debo Samuels, I got IU, y'all would kill me worse if I wasn't taking advantage of these weapons. Now that I got these weapons, hey, man, they get yards after catch, yards after carry, whatever the case may be. That just shows how talented they are. My job is just give it to them, put it in the pocket where they can catch it on the run and make plays. Offensive line, stout, defense look ready. Chase Young, Bosa, the Buckeye boys. Yeah, I think San Francisco can make some noise. Top seed, just like Baltimore, they got to come to your house. You get a bye week as well. We'll see how it play out for the San Francisco 49ers. Dallas Cowboys, is this the year? Can Dak Prescott play mistake-free ball? Can the defense look like how the defense is supposed to look? CeeDee Lamb been doing the thing all season. Shout out to CeeDee Lamb. Coaching, defense and offense, can they make plays to make a run in Dallas? That's yet to be seen as well. Philadelphia, like I said, been looking clunky all season. Just a body language, post-game interviews. You can just tell something is off right now in Philly. And I don't know if they can flip that switch in terms of how Kansas City can possibly can. Coaching as well with Philly. It's just they body language, man. Win or lose. They body language, it shows. A lot of stories I want to see play out in the playoffs in the lower seed and the top seeds. But once again, the AFC, I hope to see the Houston Texans in there playing. Baltimore Ravens, they my favorite right now in the AFC. Miami dealing with injury issues. Joe Flacco, unsung hero. NFC, don't sleep on the Rams. 49ers, whoever come in San Fran, it's going to be a tough outing. Dallas, Philly, Detroit, the made their way. Shout out to Detroit. Shout out to my Detroit people. Michigan fans, Lions fans. Hey, man, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Not to mention, Wrestling fans, Royal Rumble coming up soon. Talk about that a couple more weeks. Great way to start 2024 out. Shout out to Shannon Sharp, Cat Williams. I wanted to mention that at the beginning of the episode. In terms of content, this year starting off with a bang. If you haven't, check out that Cat Williams episode with Shannon Sharp. If you haven't already, I'm sure. If you've been under a rock, you got it. Even if you've been under a rock, you've been hearing about these Cat Williams clips. Viral. So we'll see how it goes. Once again, thank y'all for tuning in. Another episode, Stash House Podcast. Go out, have a great work week, great school week. Stay safe, get the kids ready for school. Keep the kids bundled up. Keep yourself bundled up. Temperature done dropped a little bit. And start the new year off strong. Start the new year off strong. Make sure your bills paid. All that great stuff as well. Keep me in your prayers. I do the same for y'all. Salute.